0: Hey, welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And uh, in this podcast uh, video, we are walking through the gospel of John and looking at the, the ancient words from the scripture and how God still wants us to believe those words and to live according to those words in our modern day. Now, uh, we're still in John chapter 1. This is kind of slowly walking through it. And so today, John chapter 1, we're picking up right where we left off last week, and we're going to pick up in verse 19. Now, we, well, up to this point, we've, we've seen this great description of, of Christ, that he is the word. He, he is the word who becomes flesh. We've seen that he's full of grace and truth. We have grace upon grace, and we know the Father because we see and we know him. But now the text is going to spend some time um, with John the, John the Baptist and his testimony. Uh, Now, this is, again, this is a different man, a different John than our author, John. Uh, John the Apostle and John the Baptist, different people, right? And so here we go. Verse 19, it says, And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed, and he did not not deny, but he confessed, I am not the Christ Christ. See the, the the Jewish leaders. They think they think. Oh, you know what? This guy is out there in the wilderness. He's baptizing people, and uh, he might be the Christ. And so they sent um, kind of their their message messengers out. And um, and John's really clear. Not me. I'm not the Christ. And so the, then they ask him, verse twenty one, "What then are, are you? Elijah?" He said, "I am not." Are you the prophet? He answered, "No." So they said to him. Who are you? See, John is he is not um, fitting into their categories. He's not giving them what they want. Uh, rather, he is doing what he is called to do. Let me show you that next text here. They said, we need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? Verse 23, he said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now, they had been sent from the Pharisees. Verse 25, they asked him, then why are you baptizing? If you were neither the Christ nor Elijah nor, nor the prophet. And John answered, he not, doesn't really answer the question, but here's what he says. He says, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know. Even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. Now here's the setup. When we get to uh, the future text, we're, we're going to see the payoff. But, but here's the setup. John, he, he first of all, he doesn't play their game. He doesn't answer according to their rules. He sticks to his mission, and his mission is to prepare the way. And so when they ask him these questions and, and try to get him to claim some sort of an identity, he, he's not interested in that. He's not out for self-promotion. He's not out for self-glory. He's not there to make a big deal about self. He's there to make a big deal about Christ. He, he's there to make a big deal about Christ. And so when they say, well, what the heck are you doing baptizing? He says, I baptize with water. But among you, he already exists, he's here, stands one. You do not know, even he who comes after me, he says, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. He says, ah, this one who is coming, he is. he is so much greater than me. Now, how is he so much greater? Well, if Jesus were just a man... This would be pretty. Uh, this would be pretty unusual praise, but but John knows what we know. This is not just any man. This is, as we've seen from the very beginning of this gospel, this is the divine Son of God, the second member of the Triune God. John says, "I'm not even worthy to unstrap his sandal that's covered in." dirt and it might be gross. I'm not even worthy of touching that. There's one coming. John is preparing the way. Now, what does this mean for us today? I, I think there's there is so much to learn from John the Baptist. I, I think we learn first of all, that John, he, he doesn't play their game. See, when, when the world comes to us and, and they want to fit us into their categories, they, they want to say oh, well you're just a conservative no I, I'm a christ follower I might have conservative values that typically is what happens when you follow the words of the scripture but that's that's not our main identity when the world comes and says well you're just a you know you, you just want your moral standard well the reality is they want their moral standard too but no that's that's not the main goal here's here's who I am I am a christ follower and my job here is to point to the one that I'm not worthy of, but for some reason he has chosen to show me his love. They say to John, he says, well, why are you baptizing? Why are you doing what I, you're doing? He doesn't give them the, the answer to their question. He gives them the answer he wants to provide. He tells them not why he's doing. He tells them what he's doing. says, this, this, this is it. I am, I am baptizing with water. I'm, I'm the one preparing the way. The world might come to us and say, why are, you, why are you doing what you're doing? Well, slow down. Let me make sure you understand what I'm doing. I am living my life in light of the glory of Jesus Christ. I am living my life in light of the one whose sandals I am not worthy to unstrap, and yet I, I know him. And he has called me an ambassador for him. He has called me to share about him. This is, this is what we see. We see this with John. John sticks to his mission. John doesn't get distracted. He doesn't get deterred. He doesn't get thrown off course. He sticks to his mission. Let let me remind you what your mission is. For those who have trusted in Jesus and his death and resurrection, you have the mission of making disciples. You have the mission of calling men and women to not like you or to to, to follow you, but calling men and women to, to trust Christ in his perfect life, in his substitutionary death, in his, in his victorious resurrection. This is our calling. This is our ancient way for our modern day. We might not uh, have the same fashion as John. We might not have the same persona as John. I hope you don't have the same fashion as John. But But here's what we have. We have a similar calling to point as many people as we can toward Jesus. Who are you pointing toward Jesus? Who are you praying for? Who are you being maybe uh, pushed around by relationally or emotionally? Who are you keeping quiet? Who are you not sharing the gospel with? Listen, you are called to share that gospel with them. You are called to point as many people as you can toward Jesus. This is our ancient way for our modern day.